Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Thank you, mate. Amen. So, um, who enjoyed lunch? Oh, have a seat, have a seat. It's like we've grown over lunch. We multiplied. New faces. So, so what we're going to do now is, man, we're going to have some fun, is, um, like I, I said, it would be silly of me to share about how we want to prophesy over people, or, sorry, to go from a pool to a river and from having the man, okay? So I'm going to do this. In the basic rules, if they're like, you've, let, let, let me premise this, what we're about to do. Because I want to I wanna do a little bit of training, okay? Is that cool? Yeah. Because we all, we all can prophesy, okay? Because what we're doing is exactly like what Pastor Ross was talking about, is moving in the gift, okay? And, and the third. But the, the thing is, is, let me put the thing around it, is... Oh, oh, got so many things buzzing inside of me. It's, it's, it's like I just, it, it's so great on these sort of occasions when you, you can see what God is doing. And like what, what Pastor Ross was saying, you know, out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. So if you look at Ezekiel 7, you could say that that whole chapter is Jesus, the temple, the Holy Spirit flowing out. Touching. You could also say it's a picture of the church, the temple. Like we never disconnect from the temple. We never, we're always connected to that. Is that true? And it ministers out. And it's also a picture of the believer. So it's Jesus, the church, and the believer. And so, again, it's getting everybody understanding that they have a flow coming from them. Which is a completely different mindset because it's like we want things to happen to us. Give me a word, let it flow towards me. And that's one of the biggest lies that's ever come to the believer is that there's something out there that I need to somehow obtain. We've got to learn to work from. Okay? So you can't be any more... See, one of the biggest... One of the easiest ways to manipulate people... Here you go, I'll give you a heads up. <laughs> there's a couple of different ways. There's, there's basically three ways to manipulate people. Offer them significance offer them acceptance, and offer them security. Okay? And you can milk people for all three. You can milk ministry for all three. In other words, like this, I can, if, if my ministry is successful, my, I get more significant. And we have it, unfortunately, in the language of our church. This is a more significant church. This is a, more, this is a very significant leader. This, are you hearing the language of that? And it's not Christian. You, oh, I got you. I know it's after lunch. We're going to fire you up, okay? I'm going to upset you. You're going to be... Because you look, let me tell you something. You can't get more significant to God than what you are. Okay, so when you realize that, when you realize that, what, however people... Because this is... You'll get upset and angry when people don't respect you or don't value you. Believe me, when people can pull on you emotionally, they've got control of you. So I can, not that I would, but you can, you, in the third bit, you can manipulate people by offering them stuff 
that can make them significant. And it's a lie. Are you hearing me? You can't... Is this true or not? This is just a true statement. And you'll know in yourself. Is there anything that Muzz can do to make Jesus love him more? Is there? What if I read my Bible more? Pray more? Witness more? Oh, what if I memorize scripture? Oh, see? There's always this... There's always this can you see that? None of the, all that's nonsense. Isn't that true? Now, the, the other side of that, is there anything I can do to make Jesus love me less? Well, that was a bit quiet. I'm not sure about that. There's nothing. Do you understand? We've got to learn to, we've got to, learn to operate from. From. So that the river flows from me. In fact, the more it flows from me, the deeper it will get for others. Are you hearing me? That it's, it's, see, I, I get that we want to be blessed. Okay, you don't want to be blessed? Do you want me to, who wants, just line up here and we will just pronounce cursing over you, okay? No, you don't want that, do you? We want blessing. Let me tell you something, there's something greater than blessing. Being guided. Guided. Let God, uh, you can ask the Lord to to bless you, and he will. But if you really want to take it next level, ask God to guide you. Ask God to guide you. You know what I mean? In other words, you know, guide me in who, where I go, what I purchase, what I give. Be, be a spirit, what Pastor was saying before, led person. Can you see that? Amen. So all, we're going to narrow it down. So from that river, do you understand that you minister from to others? Like we should be, we should be able to walk out of being with one another built up, bulletproof, crazy because we've just been fellowshipping one another and we, we've been inputted by one another to each other. Is that true? Yeah. It says that when, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, there was none weak amongst them. Yeah. If you if put, that, put that to the, if you like, the rapture or end times, none of us will be weak. None of us lacking. The church is only going to get bigger and stronger. Do you understand that? And our influence is going to make it only make the world better and better. It's only getting better. It's not getting worse. It's getting better. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want you to find two people. Hold up two fingers. Two people. Two people that you did not come with, that you don't know quickly. Don't wander around, otherwise I'll put you with someone really scary and weird. I know all the introverts. To the introverts right now, I am so sorry. I know this is awkward. If you're an introvert and this is really awkward, I don't want it to be. If you're an extrovert, go find an introvert. (laughs) Hurry up, quick, 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 quick. Have you found someone? Jason, you found two people. That's good. Awesome. That's great. Okay, okay. Who's not? Okay, quiet. quiet. I knew this was going to be dangerous, hey? Oi! Oh, man. You don't want angry muzz, okay? You don't want that. Okay. So I'm going to put some rules in place. And we just heard about authority, okay? 
When I say stop, you're going to stop. Okay? Once, because what happens after I say stop, no anointing. No grace. Your gifts may still work, but you're just out on your own. It's very important for you to understand that, okay? So, I want you... Oh, you're just going to freelance. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's true. You're out. You can flow. Anybody else got not two people? Oh, there you go, Marianne. Just jump in there. There's... So is there, we've all got three. There's a one over there. There you go. He just got included. There we go. There's three. There's three. There's a one. Okay. Don't miss out. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. I know it's Queensland. You know, three is probably the maxed out. Okay, you there? Okay, we're going to do, I want to do this as quick as possible because I want to do some stuff with what you're about to get. If you can, I want you to pull out your phone and I want you, there's, a, there's an app. What, if, who's the Android people? Okay, I don't know how to operate that. You're the Android. So how do they get a voice memo up on their phone? Open voice memo. Show them. What does it look like? So if it's a Samsung at least, it's called voice recorder. You can search that. If you just slide up, just go to the left, then you can just search. Yeah, voice recorder. Who's the, who's, you there? The iPhone people? Who are the iPhone people? You, you know, you're already there. The, I people, the iPhone people already know how to operate that one. So you've got your, um, what's that thing called? You're recording. So what, this, this thing, uh, okay, come back to me. You're all trying to figure out your phone. I know that this, the age group is a little older. I get that. If I do this with youth, they're like, they do it automatically, you understand this. Do you know that this instrument is one of the most powerful things, one of the most powerful things when it comes to the prophetic ministry? Okay? Both ways, because when you're giving one to someone, you can record it. Are you hearing me? Because one of the biggest mistakes that happens in the prophetic is if you're like protocol. That we give words that are crazy and stupid to a person they go oh man I got this word off this person it's crazy and it was off the wall well what you know what was it oh I don't know record it and plus you might give a really awesome word to someone and they get all upset at you and they think that they they that you said that they didn't belong and that 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 they should go and kill themselves and that look believe me I have had people say that to me that that's what I've had words for them for because it's more about where they were at and the filter through which they were hearing I actually had a word for someone. I said, you so belong and God wants you planted in the house. That's what, actually what my word was for them. Fortunately, I had witnesses around me, recorded it, and they thought that I said, you don't belong and you should go die. I know, crazy, use that. And then it was able to be, when it was back to her, then she was like, oh, oh, because hearing, oh, sorry, Meaning is given by the listener. Like, I know what I'm saying, but I don't know what you're hearing. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Every parent knows that. Okay. 
So just quickly, so we're going to, because all of you, are, who's, who here is not saved? Oh, perfect, great. Oh, I nearly saw a hand at the back here. Oh, no, you're saved. They're scratching, it's like an auction, hey? It's like... <laughs> okay, so you're all saved, all born again. All spirit-filled. So that you can prophesy, even if you've never done this before, you're about to do it, okay? So you're going to have, what's going to happen is there's going to be a number one person in, your, in the three. There's number one person. Who's number one? Put your hand up, first one. Okay, delegate now. Number two person... Number three person. Okay. Okay. So even if you don't have a phone, maybe there's someone in your group that can record all the prophecies. So, this because we're going to do this real quick, okay? This is going to be so much fun. It, but this could be the time you get the word. Do you understand this? This could be the word that actually is the word for you for the rest of your life. Okay. This could be the one that, that, is the, that opens up things and goes for the rest of, that sustains you through the next... And I'm below believe this. This is going to be the word for this season for you. Okay. So what's going to happen is person, prophet number two and prophet number three is going to prophesy over prophet number one. So they're the reciprocal. Okay. So they're going to record these two words or someone's going to record it. Yes. Cool. Now there's only three rules for, for, the, prophet, for the prophetic. It's in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 is that, and I'll read it to you just to make sure. So, so he who prophesies speaks what? Edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's all you have to do. So it needs to edify someone, encourage someone, and comfort someone. That's the rules. Are you hearing me? You're not... Ah, lift them up. Like ed, ed, edifice, like the highest thing. So it's like the, the easiest, if, if in, in some ways it's like this. Say the most off-the-chain encouraging thing you can to them. That comes to you. Okay? So all I want you to do is we're going to speak in tongues for like only a moment, but really... I believe you don't really need to do that because that's operating another gift is to just go, Father, how much do you love this person? (laughs) See, I get... (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then speak out of that to this person. Who reckons you could do that? If you don't even know this person but you know that that Jesus loves them (laughs) and you're just going to feel... You're going to... You say, Father, you, you show me how much you love them. Show me. And say what you see or speak from your heart over them. Is that cool? Yeah, right. So it's number two prophet, number three prophet. Number two will go first, number three will go second. And number one's going to cop it. <laughs> Are you ready? Who's excited already? Yeah, yeah. Or you just get double doses or go round and round and round. Okay, so you ready? Oh, you're into it already. You're giving her words. Okay, go. Go. Okay, if you haven't gone, go now. Start. You're not preaching a sermon. You're just giving a word, okay? Okay, let's stop. Stop, 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 stop. Remember the anointing just got... I'm super powerful, hey? Boom. That was very good. So... Who, number ones, number ones, put your hand up. Are you encouraged? 
Did you get a good word? Yes. Got a good words. Thumbs up. That's great. You encourage me, darling? Good, 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 good. That's what we want. We want thumbs up. We want that good, okay? Okay, now, number one, you're going to get your opportunity to get revenge back if it was not that good. But <laughs> So, again, let me put it. So, where you want it to be sharp. You don't want to waffle on. You just want to be able to do it, okay? It's not about you. It's about them, okay? So... Now it's, I always have to figure this out because it's like, so it's number two, so number one and number three, prophet number one, prophet number three, going to have a word for number two prophet. That's right, isn't it, Jace? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you ready? Oh, you're into it already. Here we go. Okay, hopefully number, number three prophet now. Finished? Okay, finish. That's it. Boom. Okay. Okay, was that good? Number two? Did you get a good word? You got a good word. You should have two words, hey? You should have two. Okay. All right, stop, stop, stop. Are you stop? Who's still prophesying? Who's, who's still doing that? Here you go. Here you go, Jason. We'll throw a shoe at someone in a minute. All right, so the, okay, now... Now it's number three, your turn to receive. So you've been doing all the heavy lifting for the last two things that's been on you, but now you get to receive. Cool? So you ready? So it's number one and two, having a word for number three. Cool? Go. You done? Okay, that's it. Grab a seat. Give those two people that you're with a big hug. Thank them. They bless them. Amen. Okay, have a seat, quick, 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 quick. We, got, we want to get through this. Can you see how this now, can you see the noise in the room, how rowdy it is, how this is no longer the pool, it's rowdy, a bit messy, a bit out of control. It's great, isn't it? So you just got to be very secure because probably people are still prophesying, still getting words. Who got a word for, in, for, you, for you just, wow, that was for your season? That's all we want. We just, you know, for this right now. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that good? And what's even greater, what even was greater for me is that you, what, prophesied twice. You could have a word for two people, hey. And then, but you got how many words? Four. No, you, I don't know what the mass is. You got to, hey, J Jason, no. You gave to and you got to. So you're kind of even Stevens. But isn't that amazing? See, can you see that's the, can you see, come on. See, what well, I'm, not, I'm not saying that different, but that should be normally how you come to church. That should be normally how you gather, come with two words for people. Are you hearing? And so it doesn't get crazy, so you don't drive your senior pastor nuts. Have your phone. 
So the new rule is, I'm not talking to you about nothing unless you've got it on your phone. Are you hearing me? Do you know what I mean? Unless you're willing to be accountable with what you say, it's crap. Can you say that word? No. <laughs> Too late. Do you understand that? And if someone does not want it recorded, they're dangerous. Are you hearing me? If, you, if you, they don't want to record it, do you know what I mean? It's like the same. I remember having one prophet, he, he sent me all this, uh, I had one guy, he, he, he says he's a prophet, he was a recognised one, but then he sent this really abusive text to me. And I'm like, mate, I showed it to a few people, he exploded. Because I showed it to people. I'm thinking, mate, if you don't want other people to know it, don't say it. And nothing is really said until it's in writing. That's why, that's why the Lord, why do you think the Lord put it in writing what he said to you? Irrefutable, unchangeable. Rock solid. So we, can you see, even now, we have an instrument through technology, through our everyday life now, to actually make the spirit world work better for us. Just by a simple thing like that. Now, you've all got stuff. Now, what I want to do with is, is kind of... Un, what, now, what, with what you've got, you want to, might want to... With what you've got, you've got to unpack that, okay? You've actually got to listen to those words. You want to go through them, okay? So it's, there's, this, is, this is what I really want to see. Um, if you like, how do I... How do I um, oh, I pulled up the wrong thing. I think I can remember it all. Is, is that you want to go through it. First of all, how does it make you feel? That's the number one thing. How does it make you feel? Does it make me feel encouraged? Does it, does it challenge me? Does it inspire me? Uh, does, it, does it fill me with faith? Like, what is, it, what is your first reaction to that? Write that down, okay? The second thing is, number one, where's the scriptural context for what has just been said? Is there any? Does it align with the word, in other words? Is this scriptural? If someone gave you a word that you need to leave your husband or your wife and marry them, <laughs> who knows that's not in the Bible? Are you hearing me? Okay. So, so where's, the, where's the scriptures that back up what this is? Okay. The third thing, the third thing is, what is God going to do when you read through it? I'm just, I was actually trying to find um, a prophetic word. Oh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll find it. That a prophet friend of mine, I'll just quickly, that's what I mean. While this thing wakes up. Oh, here it is. So this is a word he, he gave me. Oh, and I'll, I'll read it to you, okay? Um, there's been a lot of loss in your life. Amen. Uh, and you've asked God why. Some of that has been because you've made some decisions that have been impulsive. 
Amen. Look at the T-shirts I wear. <laughs> but, but, but here's the saving grace. But you've, uh, you have made some of those impulsive decisions, but you have felt the loss and the weight of that. But I believe this is a Joel word for you in a way that there will be wine and oil poured on you and blessing that will come, a double rain is coming. Uh, for this rain and for an, awake, for an awaking and a shift. I feel that you have waited and the times of God are so perfect. Um, but in the waiting, sometimes you felt like how long? But he is watching you with a waiting heart. But at this time and in this season, I believe that God will restore some of the things that have been lost uh, in a moment and there will be a birthing of something, an identity and a ministry and a position. This is only a month ago. And you have been, you've been carrying almost, you've been carrying it almost insignificantly, and it will come into a place of recognition again. And people will say, "Where have you been, Mars?" And it will be restored to you. And as you, you as a couple, and I feel like your family, and there is something in your family that was very holistic, and for this new day, and where all of you will be in alignment, and there will be a flourishing and a culture in your family because of your father and mother's heart, and God will do that. And I pray that you do that in, okay, he's a bit gibberish there, because I just took it by word, okay? Thank you, Lord. And then he goes on to pray. This is when he prays. Thank you, Lord, for this family multiplying the layers of Joel's rain, sprinkling autumn rain to get this. Now he goes back into the prophecy. Uh, autumn and spring rains together to do something today. Lord, soak them today and com completely, Lord. Amen. So you can see there I've highlighted in different colours. Okay, I've highlighted. So even with these words, write them out. Write it out. So I've, and then what I've done, so I've used basically two, two so the orange, the orange is me being impulsive because being, I'm kind of like, I'll pull the trigger. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll just go for it and then go, oh, okay. But even in that, I was questioning some of the positions of, in my life, what had gone on and some things that are changing and now how things are opening up. And it's really weird. I feel like what God is doing is redigging the wells that I'd done many, many years ago. And God is starting to restore. So I know God is starting to restore some stuff in my life. And so then this word comes from Marty Webb is his name. And so I've, I've written some of the issues. So... You know, the impulsiveness, the waiting. Like I looked at, where's, what, 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 in other words, what's the, what's, what's the issue that God's trying to deal with? So there's like the alignment in my family. Like none of us are getting divorced or anything like that. But my son went through a divorce and he's at another church ministering while he recovers. You understand? And so that's a huge promise for us. Okay, he didn't know that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm looking at that. Oh, oh alignment. Okay, that's something. So I'll, you go through and you go, what are the themes? And then what, what are the bits that God's going to do? God's going to restore. God's going to bring, uh, they call it latter or early rains, spring or autumn rain, which is huge because they needed that. That was, that was one of the huge promises in the Old Testament that, God would always bring rain at, at the right intervals in life. Who knows if it rains all the time? That's a flood. 
Okay? All, rain all the time is not good. Let it rain, Lord. Really? <laughs> he must say, okay, sprinkle. Because <laughs> you don't know what you're asking for. Aren't you glad that we have a God? And then, but no rain is a drought. I'm going to minister a bit on that tomorrow. But, okay, and, but, but, or you farmers, you know, the rain just before you sow, autumn, autumn rains, that, you know, moisten the ground content, that, very necessary, true? Then you sow it, then things spring up. And then to have it rain just before harvest to fatten and plump everything up, mwah. And to have those in the sweet spot of the year, of the process of life. Can you see? Oh, I'm, I'm kind of, sorry, I'm unpacking you. But you see how I, it's starting to even speak again to me what those words. So this is, so look at what, in those words that you got, what is God going to do? Maybe, can you see? And then the next part, you know, what's the scriptures? And underneath that, I've got, like, you can see what I've done is I've written down scriptures about the rains and the restoration and my own thoughts. You see, I'm actually working on this thing. You know how Timothy was told to, to war for the scriptures that were spoken over him? Yeah. Now, this is how you do it. It's not war as in what you think. It's, like a, it's more about aligning yourself and knowing how to pray for it, knowing how to believe for it. So the, it's like, okay, and the number one thing is what is God going to do? Okay? What is God going to do? Second thing is, how do you... Now, not, there's a, it's not a fine line per se. You can't, you can't make it happen. But what, what do you need to do to align yourself for that to happen? Okay? Like I had a word um, from my old youth pastor. He rang me and goes, you know what, Mars? I feel like... You know, you're going to have words for people. God really took sense. Let me draw into what do I need to say to them? Open the door. These like this. So far, open doors. But can you see? Like, you're going to go to kings. Like, kings might. So what? Are you, what is it that God is? Are you hearing? What practically do you need to do to align yourself so that that word comes true? So for me, one of the things I mustn't do is be impulsive. Who say yes? So I have to let God... So in other words, I have to... If you see the, that word that I gave you from me, it's about his timing, his way. And I just have to go for the ride. Okay? And then scriptures that back up the word so that I can pray over them. And, and it's quite amazing how... What, what that talks about, like that, that rain, and he also talked about wine and oil... Look, there's a few scriptures about wine and oil in the Bible, let me tell you. <laughs> Who knows that? Yeah. And all of a sudden now I'm creating something from those words of the word. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And now I know how to pray for that, now how to do to that. And there was sort of what he spoke to me then, it's interesting. So you have to figure out then, and I do a lot of this. And I'm not saying I'm opening up the platform for you all to do it to me. But if you sit with your pastor or, you know, your, or your leader... And go through the word because even in words that I give people, you could go through and go, that's Mars, that's God. Mars, 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 God. So I had a lot of words, people send me words from, from other prophetic ministry and stuff because they're meant to be judged. 
It's meant to be judged. It's meant to, it's not like it's wrong. It's like some people say, oh, you've given words that haven't come to play or something like that. False prophet is, a, is like you're really out there to put that in play. Okay? Because there's timing. And, and, and believe me, the prophetic is so conditional. Okay? Of all like I've said. Are, are, you, are you being obedient? Are you being faithful? Are you prayerful? And it's not about so much the doing, but are you creating the environment for that word to come true? Or have you responded to that word the way you're supposed to? True? So that you can make it healthy. See, what I want to make it is make the prophetic so accessible to every believer and finally make it safe for the church so that you've got mechanisms in place, you know, and checks and balances so that it operates properly and healthily within that. And that's why I don't put you in twos, although that ended up like that, but with threes, it's, it, there's a lot of accountability with just having a third person there. Even God operates like that. Hashtag Murray Newman, I need to, did you, someone record that? Are you hearing me? So that you've got it recorded, you've actually done it with people present. That's why it's very powerful in these rooms is because there's so many people present. Do you know what I mean? And then you can go through that and, like I was saying, you know, I can look at words and go, well, that's... Because some, some people are seeing the right thing, but then they're telling you what they would do with that word. Wow. Or they're telling you how that word makes them feel. Yeah. And so you're going to be able to interpret, okay, what's God... And what's them? And the them is not bad. It's just their inflection, their thing on that. Do you know what I mean? And so even in discipling prophets, a lot of the time what I'm doing is trying to pull them out of it and only say what you see. Like that's the next thing. That's the gift. That's just that's people being developed as a prophet. Like don't say too much it's not about you it's about them and and often if you like you imagine if we were to change that setting a little bit and soften it a bit and say okay if I was to give you time I say okay you can go off with that person go have a coffee with them and I want you to have a word for them these the other two that are with you but make it a discussion Make them push back at you. You're allowed to push back. They're allowed to question you. Is this what you mean? Is that that? Because I tell you what, I tell you, you watch this, a lot of the prophetic happens through conversation and revelation will happen. Is that true? How many, is that, yeah. And, and sometimes we, God is speaking and sometimes we're not taking on the profoundness of what's happening. Do you know what I mean? And going, oh wow, that was really God. That was really God. And not only that, when people are able to push back at me and go, is this what you mean? Or, you know, I say some words to some people and they're like, they're frowning at me. And often that can be because I've said one thing and for some people's personality, they lock onto that one thing and they don't hear. So giving people time. See, because the pool model where, you know, I've got to stand here and do 150 people lined up that row and out the door. (laughs) 
like there's no time for you to question or what does that mean and sometimes and sometimes I have to shut them down like they want to have a, oh can you and you know people want you to prophesy over this you know I'm like well no I'm just going to say what I'm okay are you with me but let me okay so I just want to pack it so number one is it is it God scripture what what do I have to, you know what is it addressing what's the overall theme um, I just can't anyway where's the scriptural context for it yeah how does it make you feel thank you pastor how does it make you feel what does it invoke in you and and what do you need to do to make that happen okay what needs to happen and it's quite interesting one of the one of the, the most profound I'll just leave you with this before I move on to the next thing is the one of the most profound examples of this was a, a prophet had a prophecy for Paul that the man with this whose belt this is will be bound you know what's his name um Agabus, there you go, all the Bible call it. Agabus has this word, so it's, this is very interesting. So a, a truly recognised prophet had a word for an apostle about where he was going. Now the Lord had already spoken to Paul that he was going to go to Rome and he was going to suffer and die. That was actually the first. No wonder Paul says edification, you know, when you prophesy about edifying, exalting and comforting because the first word he got... <laughs> was the you're gonna die <laughs> you're gonna suffer and die so Paul thought maybe you should soften this a bit anyway <laughs> but it was interesting because the prophet was like Paul don't you know that where you're going they're gonna kill they're gonna you're gonna be a prisoner and be killed he goes yeah I totally agree with you but I'm still going and Agus says well let's pray because we're probably not going to see one another again See how they didn't fight? He didn't go, well, do you see that? They were humble and and honouring of one another. Do you see how that worked? So was Agabus right? Yes. Was Paul right? Yes. Paul, you go. You go the journey you're going. You're going to go to Rome and they're going to kill you. Yes, I know. But I'm going. That's when, you've got, that's when you know you've got New Testament apostles and prophets. When they can sort of see the problem differently and respond differently, but actually, I get it. And, and Paul's going, you are so right. You're a true prophet. What you're saying is exactly what God has shown me. But I don't see it as negative. And Agabus is gone. Cool. Because I was freaking out that, that, that you were walking into an ambush. But it looks like you're volunteering and you know it's God. Do you know what I mean? So can I, so can I just do another exercise with you? <laughs> Is that cool? No. All right, I want you to get a, have a word for yourself.
Here we go. Come on, turn around. For some reason, my iPad's really slow. Is, um, is we, all, we can all hear God's voice, okay? Okay, let me back down on that one. You, if you've ever heard me talk on this, there's two people. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. Who knows that? My, that's, my sheep hear my voice. Okay, so there's two people that have to do with sheep. Shepherds and butchers. Is that true? Sheep and So you've got to discern, you've got to discern the voice of the butcher and the, and the voice of the shepherd. The shepherd's voice. So the shepherd's voice, the shepherd's voice is strong, but it's, 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 it's like a father's voice, you know, like, oi! You know, whereas the butcher's is like, you know, like, it screams, condemning, criticism, uh, reminds you of your faults, reminds you of your past, um, creates fear in you, and, and, and overall will cause you to pull away from the Father, take you away from God. But the voice of the shepherd is wooing, it's loving, it's fatherly, it's firm, but, it, it, but it's, 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 not, it, it's convicting, not condemning. True? It, it's kind, you'll feel the love in it, you'll feel the compassion in it. True? Okay. And it's really like, You've probably heard him. You've probably all been in many prophetic workshops where it's like right now in this room, there's radio waves, internet, there's all sorts of stuff going on, and this you're you're surrounded, and you know gamma waves. And if you're like conspiracy theorists, you're probably thinking that you're being gamma rayed right now. You know, the G5 or whatever that is thing going on. I know it will fire up. So anyway, I'm so tempted to go there. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it's a. But all all it takes is your ability to tune into that. True, if you've got an instrument or a device of some sort, you can tune into radio waves or frequencies. Is that true? It's the same with God, and it's training yourself to tune in. Okay, so this is one of the ways, and I I don't know who showed me this. I can't remember. I've been doing this for so long, but I, I want you to do this. It's called active seeing. Now, you've sat in this room for, I don't know, a couple of hours and stuff like that. But I want you to sort of go, even without looking around, all of a sudden notice something that you haven't noticed before. Something that catches your attention. Just have a look and all of a sudden, what is that? Okay. And it's nothing spiritual about that. But there's in, in with your... Jesus says this, blessed are you who... Blessed are you in Matthew... 13, especially if you have eyes for they see in ears that hear. Do you, have, do you have eyes that see? Can you really see? Like we went gold panning and Susie could see gold. And there's a, it was the grains of sand. She could spot it. <laughs> in this room, God is doing things. Can you see it? Okay, and it can be as simple as that. God, what are you doing? Let me let me see. Tune in, and it's the same as you did that. Like, what did you see? Okay, 
Now, let me just put a preface around that. When it comes to people, we're not reading people per se. It's not like when you see a person and they, you see them and they've got a Rolex watch on and they've got, you notice that they've got a Mercedes-Benz key tag that you, you immediately go, okay, they're wealthy, they're something. Do you know what I mean? You're reading the person. Or you see something that someone's a bit beshriveled or clothes are old, you know, and immediately you assume. That's not. Anybody can do that. Okay? Anybody can do that. Any, you could walk into the Prime Minister's office today and see what's wrong with what he does. You could go to any CEO and see what's by just... Can you see that? But see, in Genesis chapter 1, it says the Holy Spirit brooded over the, and it was darkness and it was formless. And he said, let there be light. And then he started to create. Do you see that? Any, see, can you see... In other words, let me say this. Can you turn on the lights so that you can see what you really... And when the Lord turned on the lights, it was just chaos. Everything was wrong. It's easy to say what's wrong in the world. It's easy to say what's wrong in a church. It's easy to say what's wrong with me. It's easy to be critical. That's the butcher. But can you see what's possible? Can you see the potential? Can you see what God sees about it? That's what Jesus might, Jesus would get the, like the disciples and rename them, which is a classic thing. Everybody thought, well, you know, Peter, well, he wasn't called that. He was called Simon Barjona, the reed, the emotional guy, the, the shoot from the hip, the, you know, that he was that. But Peter called him, I'm going to call you just solid, dependable, a rock. Even when he did dopey things, he goes, mate, that's Peter. <laughs> and then, you know, rock solid, what are you doing? And he'd remind him of who he was, who, how he saw him, what he saw. What do you see in a person? Do you know what I mean? And sometimes, sometimes in prophetic words, okay, and sometimes in your life you'll see things and God's trying to show you something. Okay, he's trying to see something. Or you might notice something about a person that was this. Oh, can you just put your leather jacket on? Where'd that go? Oh, put your leather jacket. Because I was practicing myself while Pastor Ross was um, preaching because you all saw how cool is he? This is going to be the best-looking senior pastor in Queensland. Hey, they face them, or my beautiful brother. Now, this is like, like I know, it's sexy. Hey. <laughs> he just wears that so well, hey. But I was wearing and it stood out to me. And I was going, Lord, why am I seeing, why is that jacket standing out to me? Why? And I was going, because he's youthful, Muzz. And I went, he is. He's youthful. And also, I thought... Man, and then I went there, I go, man, that's kind of what, that's kind of like old school bikey kind of thing. Like, like, that's kind of like, there's something about, there's something about that era of the 50s or something that, that he's, he's a rebel, but he's, but there's not, like, he's not compliant. That's what that whole thing was about. Hey, you know, wanting to create a culture. The other thing is that too, that he's like, and I could see, you know, leather like that, why you wear leather like that is because you're a risk taker. You know, you're willing to put yourself into situations that are a bit rough for everybody else 
Are you getting this? Yeah. <laughs> You're not just being a, you know, a pin-up boy right now, okay? <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the thing is that, it, and the other thing that he showed me about what this was, you could wear that anywhere. Like you, you can go anywhere. You could go to, you could go to McDonald's in that, or you could go to a, like a high-end restaurant in that, and they'd let you in. Hey, you could go anywhere, Ross. Yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> Amen. That's it. Okay, you can take it off now and sit up. But see how I did that? You see how I did that? And who, when you, could, when I pointed that out, was starting to get words about that? And how, how that happens, do you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's like that. It's really funny. I'll do that. And then I see Pop here, the only person in bright... Whatever, stand up, darling, quickly. Look at that. Boom. Give me a prophecy shirt if there ever was one. <laughs> but it's like Pop. And it's actually... And that's what a word. When I looked at that, kind of went, then that pops. And he goes... And then he's like, that's what, that's what you do, darling. You're meant to stand out. I know it's, you feel like you get attention and all of that. But it's actually God... God is, I don't know how to other than say this, and I'm glad I'm saying it. God has made you attractive to be attractive. I mean, it's like you, you think, think oh, this is more, but it's to get to you to see them, they see the, the, the words, they get encouraged and get ministered. Darling, you're meant to minister. And was it better when you surrendered? There's a word. Boom. Sit down. <laughs> So can you see this? Now, the next thing is that. So it's like active seeing. Can you see? Okay. And it's very interesting when you do it because, like, for me, it's just something will stand out to, about this person. And then I've got, okay, God, what is that? Why is that? Why is their smile just illuminating it? Why is the earrings all of a sudden stand out to me? Why does there something about them stand out to me about that? And what are you saying to them? Boom. The next thing is, like, active listening. Okay, so let's just close our eyes. And it's pretty quiet in here. It's like a great building. But if you were to really listen, you might be able to hear some things in the room. Like, this is a very quiet room, hey? And you're all quiet. But imagine if you do that in your room or in your home or in a park. You might hear something. But what you're actually doing now is that now you're kind of like, you're like trying to, who's straining to hear? You lift up your hand. Who is like trying to hear? That's, what, that's actually what you're exercising. You're focusing your hearing to hear above all the other noise, to hear other noises that you hadn't taken notice of before. Okay. That's what you're doing spiritually. You're going, of all the things I'm hearing and all the stuff, like pastor, I couldn't wait to get up after what Ross's great message, is that, you know, you've got the voice of, the voice of people, the voice of your own spirit, the voice of your own soul, you, you know, all the stuff rattling around you. But then you've got to focus in to hear the still small voice. Okay. So what I want you to do right now is to, like, Father, I, I just, look, I, I want you to get a word, a singular word. For yourself. The best words I've ever gotten. I've gotten. Because <laughs> then I know it's God, okay? <laughs> yeah.
You know, it was easy for the Lord. Let me say this: it was easy for the, the for Satan to come and talk to Eve because she'd gotten the word secondhand. He didn't ask Adam. He didn't ask Adam. Did God say? Adam knew God said. He, he, he couldn't question. He, he couldn't question Adam, but he could question, if you like, the second person. So right now, just quiet yourself like that, like you did, the same as you did when you were trying to hear the traffic. So just quiet your heart, your mind. And I'm just going to say, Father, I pray that you just drop a word into every heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Boom. Okay, who's got a word? You've all got one? All got one? All, who hasn't got one? You haven't got one, bro? Let's just pray again. Father, I just thank you. You're overthinking. You got it. You just don't think that the word that you've got is your word. Father, I just thank you right now. And it doesn't... For your word. You got it now? What's your word? What are you thinking of? A frog. That was what you got, a frog. Oh, man. <laughs> See, that's, that's such a great example. A frog. Lord, this is a frog. So what does a frog mean to you? No, not you. Who's there? Who am I talking yeah, yeah. <laughs> What does a frog mean to you? He can jump. Stick to things. You can, can't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually quite amazing, isn't it? So when you say that, he can jump in the context of your life. Yeah, that's, no, I don't think you do know. I think that's exactly what God is saying to you. <laughs> you need to step out, you need to jump up, you need to get going. Can you see that? Like sometimes we chuck out stuff going, is that God? Yes, it's God. And let me tell you something, the more you, the more you operate out of the first thing that comes to you, the more you'll get sharper. Are you hearing me? Boom. And I know that if I jump out on the first thing, God has always backed me up. Okay? So if you've got a random word like frog, that's a great word. Come on. And what's amazing, you know, you talk like, oh, okay, like you think, a frog is the end result of a whole process of transformation. True. Oh, yeah, you're spiritual, hey. <laughs> but can you see that? Can you start to unpack that? So this is what I want you to do. So with what, what your word, do that. what does that, and that's the thing, and even I thank you for the brother that spoke out before, but meaning is given by the listener. So what does that word, the word that you've got, if you've got it, who, anyone else didn't get a word, you've all got, You've all got a word? Was that a hand? Yes. Yes. Okay. Write it down or put it in your phone or whatever you've got to do. What does that word mean to you? I had a guy freak out once when he got the word repentance. Well, he comes up, oh, I've got the word repentance. I went, really? That's amazing. He was, again, condemned. He thought, it was like, if Jesus says repent, what does that mean? I said, isn't that good? Doesn't that mean he's going to change your mind? Doesn't that mean? Can you see how sometimes we process it wrongly? Because he was listening to the voice of the butcher. That's why even when you get even when you get your word, and we workshop this, take it to someone else to have a look through it. 
Good? So what does that... And again, I'll, I'll, I'll try and do this quickly, hey. Is what does that word mean to you? What does... I've got a word now. Who wishes they had frog? <laughs> Better than tadpole. <laughs> Better than cane toad. There's only one thing better than a cane toad. A cockroach. Yeah, that's fighting words, isn't it? Okay, here we go. And what do you think that word means to the father? Why is the father saying that to you? Third thing is, how does that word make you feel? The fourth thing, you okay? The second one, the second one, uh, what, how does that make you feel, or how does it make the father feel? What do you think the father's trying to say from that? And the fourth thing is, what act or position does that word prompt you to do? There's feeling something about something, there's believing something about something, but you've also got to do something. It's not just believing, and it's not just, as you heard Pastor Ross say, not just doing. Okay? Okay, this, if you like, this, the other part of that, because what we need to do is now you've got this word, we kind of need to clean the slate. Because you've got this promise, okay? But we're going to do a thing, and um, Roma Waterman brought this to the table once. I thought, this is genius. I'm going to, so I want to give her credit for this. But she calls it slingshot. And it's, and it's this, it's like when you look back, say the last season, it might be the last year, might be the last 10 years, depends what a season means to you, okay? Maybe the last week, maybe the last financial year, whatever. What don't you want to see again? <laughs> what don't you want to repeat like for me, it's like no more just doing things without thinking it through. You know, no more being, no more panicking. See, what is that? You don't want to, okay. And the, okay, so you're just going to go, okay, we're not having any more of that. Okay. I'm not going to have any more lack. I'm not going to have any more fights. I'm not going to have any more... Um, uh, what, what's that word? Um, divisiveness. I'm not going to have any more strife. That's the word. I'm not going to have any more strife. 
See? So you, you're making now room for that word. For the new... Do you know what I mean? You, you've got to make space. You've got to make... Is that true? If you're going to get a new lounge, you're going to keep the old lounge? Even the lounge was great, but we've got to, you can keep it, but I don't know how you're going to use the new lounge with the old lounge still in the same room. Hey, Amy, how do you do that? You can't do that, can you? Oh, your Ma and Parkett will put it on the front veranda. <laughs> Just pray for them. Hey, Amy, that's what we're doing. A bit of style. And again, what do, you, what, what do you want to see more of? You look in the last season and go, Father, I want that to grow. I want that to grow. What do you want to see more of? And the last part of that is, what do you need to forgive yourself for? What do you need to let go of and go, yeah, I was a bit impulsive, but I'm not going to be hung up about that anymore. Yeah, I did really say some wrong things. Regret is the worst. You can't live in regret. If you lived in regret, imagine what Saul, who became the Apostle Paul, he couldn't. He couldn't live in regret. You can't undo. By faith, you have to go forward. That's what faith is. It goes forward. Despite what's happened and what's going on, I'm going to go forward without regret. <laughs> let's, let's just pray right now. Let's, as if you were holding that thing, like hold them, like hold it there. Okay, whatever that was, and it might be whatever that was, and it's you. It's not what others have done to you, but it might be just that you can't forgive them. Well, amen, hold that. And then roll your hands over and let it go. So, Father, we just pray right now that we just forgive ourselves. We let ourselves go free so that we can go forward. Amen. So it's a little bit like a slingshot, you know, like we pull back in order to let go, to go forward in. Okay, just quickly now, and some of the King Roy guys have done this, this is a fun exercise to give yourself a word, okay? Is if your life was a movie, what would that movie be? What would your if your life was a movie? What would your movie? What would your movie be? Titanic. Some is the Titanic. Amen. Please pray for them. I could almost. Uh, that was yours. The secret life of. What's that move about? Oh, I'm not a movie, but come, come on, just so they can hear you. What is that, Pastor Nick? Um, has anyone watched it? The Secret Life of... Walter Mitty. Who is who? 
Tell me, so, the so Walter Mitty is a man who works for a magazine. He spends his life in Time magazine. Um, he spends his life in oh, a the basement. Guy. Yeah, yes. and he loses a picture, but he ends up. Ha- he spends a lot of time daydreaming about the life he might have, but doesn't actually live it. Um, he has a very small life, <laughs> but then one day something happens. He loses a negative, and he has to go on this massive journey to try and find it, otherwise he loses his job and he ends up having this real life adventure. A real life adventure? Well, he ends up having an amazing life that wasn't a daydream, wasn't like he ended up living in reality. That's a good word right there, eh, Amy? Because you just gave yourself the best word ever, hey. Wasn't <laughs> that funny? See, God is speaking to us. Do you know what I mean? If I, feel, if I feel like, God, what are you saying? I'll just watch a movie. <laughs> See, you're also spiritual. I don't do- oh, okay. But see how profound that was, Amy. And I think about the best shot, a very famous photographer, the last, it was him. And that's what that photographer knew was the shot that represented Time magazine. Oh, I'm almost like, uh, what other movies? I'll pick someone that's like, what was your movie, Jace? This will be hilarious. <laughs> you didn't have a movie. Oh, that. Move it, move it. In which characters is, like, do you relate to? They're all telling you the one? The lion. Because? You are the main character. Come on, Jace, that's very good. Yeah, and he just didn't know how dangerous he was, did he? Mm, that's true. Amen. Matt, what was your movie? Troy. Oh, Troy, sorry, Troy. Troy, I thought it was the movie. Brad Pitt. We've got Brad Pitt in our midst. <laughs> sorry, Troy. Sorry, Troy. I'm glad you corrected me. So what was your movie, Troy? Mrs. Doubtfire. So what's that movie about? Um, this is Doubtfire was a movie about um, a guy who dresses up as a woman to get his kids back. Yeah, no, you know, to try and work out to spend time with his kids. But. <laughs> yeah, he's willing to actually put on a disguise to get what he really is after, hey, whatever it takes. That's you, Troy, hey. Amen. It's very interesting when you're doing a, like, oh, I've got it. This is fun, hey. I know, dodge someone in. Uh, uh, sir, here. Yeah, you. What was your movie? I don't know. What would you, what, oh, your wife is not 
What did you get? The B movie. The B movie. I don't know. And what's it about? And so what, how does it end? So it looks like you're going to jump on the back of this and get a movie here. <laughs> Who is this girl to you? This is your wife, okay, yeah. Through osmosis, so yeah. There you go. You, it looks like you've got a three-hour or something prophetic word that's coming to you. <laughs> Can you see how powerful this is? It's like fun just unpacking this and 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 doing that and seeing what what that was. Can you see like that? And you look at that. And if you like, go back and watch that movie and see what that says to you. What God says. Is that cool? I've got five minutes, I think. No, no one's no one's do that. But but thank you. But I just want to. Can I have some fun? Well, come on. You've actually all come for this bit, hey. So, <laughs> but but the pastor, you're here in the city, yeah. Missions is your thing. The nations is the thing. It's kind of what God has put in. I feel like I'm refiring something that I've, may have already said to you or had a word for you about this, I think. But I can see that in you. The, the, it's the nations that God is calling you to. Missions, finances will be there. It's going to be start to be pretty supernatural. I would declare from this moment on that, that doors open, finances go, that you kind of... Uh, even your church gets a handle on it, do you know what I mean? And you start to be sending missionings, going on missions trips, planning churches in the nations. Not so much here, here is going to be home, but out there, like, man, you're going to, I can't wait, I'll see you in an airport, hey, pastor, you know, I'll see you. That's what you're going to be, you're just going to, you're going to be like that. It's just going to, you're going to go, but it's going to encharge you and your family's going to be, and your boys Oh, you, okay, it's time for you to not be at home for a little while. Hey. Your wife, your wife's probably going, yes! She obviously loves you a lot, hey. I know, hey, she's only human, hey. 
It's, uh, but your boys are going to be on board. It's going to be quite a fun ride, amen? There's going to be all sorts of innovative things and all sorts of stuff come to you. All sorts of innovative ways of getting into communities and getting over things. It's just going to be a ride, do you know? Um, transport, all sorts of things I can see God providing for you. Not just trans- you, you've been able to, like, you know, cargo of hope, like getting, even in emergencies and stuff, in years to come, you'll be part of that, do you know, in Jesus' name. Amy, God is really with you. Emma, sorry, I'm not good. I get words for everything else but their names, hey. <laughs> but it's, God is with you has been, is, and is going to continue to be with you. And he's really saying, baby, whatever, wherever you put your feet, if you'll initiate, he'll back you up. Do you know what I mean? Whatever you, wanna, whatever you see and you do and you go after, God is with you in that. Yeah. It's kind of like you've, he's saying like, I trust you. He trusts you so that, you know, where, where do you want to go? I'm with you. And he's really like with you. It's kind of like he's not standing. I see him st- like I see, I see the presence of the Lord standing like three sides of you, but both sides of you and behind you. Like He's like really with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's kind of like oh, you're all got your antenna up now. Hey, it's like it's it really is. Oh, okay. With the awesome hair. And giggling at me. What was your movie? Oh. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's like all of this. It's like God is restoring and God is rebuilding. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's, it's like you're a skyscraper and it's not like you're half, it's like it's half built. Not like you're half built. It's like the dream is half built, but its height is where it's supposed to be. But it's like the other half, it's not like it's built halfway this way. It's built, you know, like it's been cut in half. And there's like a half that's missing. But God is going to restore that and bring that in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Is Yeah. And even a health thing is going to be sorted out as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, like, you've all got a word. You all want another word, really. Oh, this couple over here. Like, that, it's like, you know, the, the Lord's, <laughs> I get this, protect, yeah, you two with the, yeah, the modern burkas on, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Is, um, is, is God's protection, and I'm not saying that because of, like what you're wearing, but God is really protecting you, okay? He's really protecting you and watching over you and doing some pretty amazing things. And, bro, you're like, there's nothing to worry about, okay? The decisions that you've made, it was like the opposite of my word, were good. <laughs> They're a good word, okay? And, and the promises are going to come. And even now, darling, let me tell you that you're going to start to dream like you've never dreamt before, you dream so much, but you're worried about that. Let me tell you something. Your dreams are from the Lord, and the Lord is doing all sorts of great things and revealing things. It's just that uh, you need to find out if you're part of this church or another church. You need to. You actually need to be discipled. 
It's like you kind of got a lot of raw material there that needs to be coached and needs to be brought into its full thing. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like you've got an amazing gift and amazing capacity, but kind of you're a bit, you almost hurt yourself with what you carry. Understand what I say? Cool. And you look, are you, are you together? Is this your daughter? Oh, I thought you were his daughter. Yeah, yeah. No? Yeah, I know. It was a joke. <laughs> You're all so <laughs> yeah, you look very young, darling. That's all I'm saying. You look very young. And, but you still need to be discipled, okay? Cool? Amen. This handsome man with a grey T-shirt on. Like, mate, you're called. Like, oh, but let me tell you something. There's something very much about this leadership on your life. And you know, I don't know what you're doing in your church, but you need to step into something big. It's no more attending for you. It's being a contributor in Jesus' name. Okay? And it's like, like as you... Trust and obey, God's going to make a way and make a way and make a way and make a way. And it's kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I want to do. But let me tell you something. Do what's in front of you. Do what's in front of you and God will open up the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. It'll probably be the pattern for the rest of your life that who knows, who, who wants, someone else needs that word as well. You know, some of you don't know what to do. What's the next thing? Well, do, do what's next. But do it with all your heart, do it with all that you have, and you wait and see what the next thing is in Jesus' name. Amen. This girl behind, Miss Pop, you've had a word. But <laughs> yes, you. What's your name? Kate, what was your movie? How to Train a Dragon. <laughs> what happens at the end? Ah, okay, so just, yeah, you just got to, what, yeah, it's about, can, what's your name? Kate. Kate. You, you're like the, the Kate, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah, you kind of sound like the real, the other Kate, you know the one? <laughs> your cousin or whoever she is. <laughs> Isn't it amazing for us to actually hear English how it's supposed to be spoken? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing it's like so but let me tell you something Kate it's exactly exactly that's what God is doing with you like this freedom and that's why Jesus has set you free and let me tell you something one of the biggest most amazing parts about your life is your smile yeah just, just to keep that up and do that and you just keep smiling at your enemy and you smile at the Lord and you smile at people you wait and see what God starts to do and open up a way yeah. Like, even if I was to have a word about what your future would be like, it would still be like black and white compared to what is possible with the children that you are going to have and the life that you're going to have and what you're going to produce from your heart into the kingdom is going to bring life. 
to people. I see you like throwing buckets of paint everywhere. Do you know what I mean? I thank God for you. Like, praise God for our funky black curtains. But I'm really excited about what you, how you would paint a church. That's what, and it's a lot more than what I've just said. How you would paint a church, darling. Do you know what I mean? You're not married yet? Okay. <laughs> you wish but but yeah and it's interesting it's it's yeah you need to like and I don't want to but I will I probably I don't want to put pressure on you or anything like that or create a very small viewpoint of that but you've got to you need to marry someone that's going to do a church but a river church. Do you understand what I'm saying in the context of what that is? Amen. You want to do that, hey? You want to do that, hey? And everyone would we'd speak so well. <laughs> you want to do that, hey? You want to do that? So you're probably going to find a dragon. horns and a tail and really freaky looking thing but he can fly yeah I know but you're looking for someone that's got a superpower you're looking for someone that can breathe fire someone that can preach someone that can breathe fire when they you'll see it when he speaks man fire comes out of him he's a man of conviction and it's like he's a he's a dragon yeah, for the kingdom, amen. Oh, okay, because we think, oh, dragons, that's the devil. You know, anyway, I'm not going to even go there. Do you know what I mean? But you can see what God is saying to you. And even... She doesn't want to train him. Who's been... They all need training. That's what they, I was about to say. They all need training. And all the men went, Amen. <laughs> You're going to have to train him, yeah. Amen. Yeah, amen. We need training. Oh, man. Anyway, but let me say this. It, like, it was interesting. So uh, at college, when I was at IC Bible College, uh, I, I gotta, I'll finish with this. And this is probably, again, a parable for someone here. Is that there's a, a guy, he, was, he felt that this girl was the girl, another person in church. And... A very, I would say, accurate, powerful, great man of God, Phil Pringle, has a word for this girl that she was going to marry someone tall and handsome. And he felt, oh, I'm out. 
because he wasn't tall and he wasn't handsome. And that's what he came to, like he shattered because of that word. And he comes to me and goes, Mars, what do I do with that? Like that's what God said to her and her heart lit up. And I went, mate, you are tall and handsome. Aren't you tall and handsome? And it's like he, he went from tadpole to frog. Yeah. <laughs> are you hearing me? Meaning is given by the listener. Are you hearing me? (laughs) And they've been dating for eight months now. The prettiest girl in church. And now she's married to probably the most godliest, most bravest, willing to fight for her. Willing to be tall and handsome. In spite of. He just had to be it on the inside. Are you hearing me? See, that word that you got and those words that you've gotten, you might feel like that's not what I am. But that's what the Lord sees. That's what the Lord sees. That youth leader that I I walked in the aisle and I saw, we talked before, you know who I mean? What was your movie? Oh my gosh. What's your favourite movie? You've got mail. Which is, I don't know what that is. It's romantic. What happens in the end? It's an unlikely, an unlikely fit, an unlikely romance. Unlikely. But he does it. You might feel like you're the most unlikely, most least qualified, don't have the look, don't have the feel, don't have the voice, don't have the call, don't have the family. (laughs) But on the inside, mate, you do. On the inside, you do. And you're going to grow into this. You're going to grow into this. What's your name? Full name? Eli? Eli Shuan. I can see a book with that on it. I can, I can hear that on the lips of other people. Eli Shuan is going to become a brand. It's going to be associated with a gift. It's going to be associated with a ministry. Like my name's Murray, but the brand is Muzz. And people, it's going to be a, even from today, there's going to be a growing expectation of what they're going to get from you. Great words, great wisdom, great insight, great words, 
great wisdom, great insight. Great words, great wisdom, great insight. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for our time together. I thank you for what you've done. Father, I pray that you seal what is of you and you flush away what's of us and of me. I pray your blessing on every word and everything that's happened. Even Mrs. Dalfire, I pray you bless her. (laughs) Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for the person that prophesied over us. Pray you bless their word. You bless them, Father. I pray as we go into tomorrow, as we gather together and all over this region, that, Father, we're just going to be on fire for you, that we're going to have words, we're going to do all sorts of amazing things in your name, in Jesus' wonderful, wonderful name. Amen, amen, amen. Make sure you hug 10 people before you leave. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.